is the music industry sexist? We can all appreciate just how cutthroat and challenging it can be to make it as a musician and artist in that business. People's tastes obviously range dramatically and even the most successful of artists today have clearly had knockbacks along the way. But what about when the lead singer of a band is female? Or more specifically, what if the lead singer of a rock band is female? Katie Jackson is our guest on this episode of Humans of Chelmsford and she is the lead singer of the rock band Tigress. The Chelmsford-based band are approaching their fourth birthday and have amassed plenty of fans and enjoyed a lot of success. Being handpicked to play by American band Green Day was probably one of their proudest moments, for example. But this year, on International Women's Day, Katie shared an email on social media that the band had received from a radio station saying that, while the song was good, the vocals didn't match up to other female singers they were playing at the moment. That prompted a real debate with the band expressing how tired they were at their lead singer being judged on the basis of gender. As Katie says in this episode, it's fine if they don't like the song or the vocals, just don't bring gender into it. But away from the challenges of the music industry, there are still those to be thankful for for Katie. Her hobby is her job, she coaches singing as well as being part of the band, and deep down, the power of music has still given her so much. Brought to you by Essex Live, this is Humans of Chelmsford, and this is Katie Jackson's story. Whether you're in it or out of it, we can all appreciate just how hard it can be to get noticed in the music industry. It's demanding, it's challenging, and can often be a very brutal place to be. Yet despite its negatives, there are also a lot of positives about being in there. That probably explains why Katie has a love-hate relationship with that world. It's it's horrible. <laughs> it's I mean, okay, so as much as I love the music industry, I say I hate it in equal amounts. It's a love hate relationship. One hundred percent. Like it's yeah. It's difficult because there's so there's so many factors, right? If people think that like you don't have the face for it or like you don't have like the body for it or like you or like your band or like not right like I don't know like the face has to fit as well it's so vain and like it's not always just about like talent I I wish that was all it was about um so it's like there's there's so many factors and then it's like then a lot of the time it's like luck or who you know or like what circles you go in or like how much money you have like can you afford to do these kind of things like you know it's it's not it's not just as simple as you sound good here you go here you go like I I wish it was like that there's there's so much to it and sometimes it's like it'll be like oh um is the 
I don't know, like your your dad like works for like a company, therefore like, oh, you've got a little in there. So like, I don't know, say like daddy works for like a record label. Oh, like all of a sudden this band gets signed. This record label. Hundred percent. So like I mean for us, like we, we don't have any of those like connections, like I don't have like we don't have like rich parents. We're just completely normal people that like made our own connections um and had to work really hard doing it. Um which was really annoying. Um but yeah, we managed to achieve it eventually. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. But you know, like we're still like working our way up. There's so much more we have to learn, so many so many doors we have to open and sometimes them doors will never open, but as long as you're enjoying what you're doing and you're happy and you feel like you're doing it with integrity and you're being true to yourself then it's like not so bad so what about the main talking point katie being a female lead singer of a rock band when you sit and think about it the number of female-led bands in that genre of music is drastically small but from katie's own experiences those problems and hurdles are probably a lot more dramatic than we realise. So basically, like this is something that we've experienced the whole time. Like, I mean, for me, the whole time I've been a singer it, doing rock, um, which is like, yeah, more years than the band's been going. But um, there's just been so many times where we have had, I wouldn't say knockbacks, because it will be people saying stuff like, we love what you're doing, but unfortunately, we already have one female artist on our roster. Bearing in mind, they've got like 20 odd, like all male acts, bands, artists, whatever. And they're like, we've already got one. So unfortunately, we can't have another one. And I'm like, okay. And why is that then? <laughs> like, what what is the reasoning? And there's, you know, there was... In in the news, there was like um, not it was like local news to like like somewhere in the Midlands. There's this venue that have banned all female fronted. I hate that term, female fronted. Like they're just all bands. Like it doesn't matter who's fronting them. Um, but they have specifically said um, we've uh, yeah banned all female fronted uh, bands from playing our venue. Whether it's tradition or something else entirely, attitudes appear to be tuned to the notion that it's a male world. But for Katie, more female-led bands could act as role models for those in the crowds. After all, there's room for both male and female bands, right? Whenever I go to shows for any rock band, and I'm sure, like, People have probably noticed, but maybe they haven't. Like the majority of people there are teenage girls watching. So how about you let more females front the bands to be role models for the people that are watching? You know what I mean? Because like, obviously there's loads of boys there, but like, I just see a sea of screaming girls. So yeah, it's just, it's just not evenly represented if you like and and opportunities that we could have been given 
we have not had. And the reason always comes down to the fact that I am a girl. Never comes down to the fact that they don't like our music. Never comes down to the fact that like, oh, we don't sound good enough live or and never comes down to a, a like a proper reason. It's always about the fact that I am a female, which I can't help. <laughs> well, exactly, it's not something you can change. Like, all of a yeah, like 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 I, I don't I don't want to like apologize for it. It should just be like cool. I like your band, therefore you can do it. But you know, like I did, I had like a, I had like um um a quiet period and I was like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look through like festival posters of like rock festivals and see how many like females I've found like featured on them like over the years. Oh my God. There was like one festival would only ever feature one over the whole weekend every, every year. One was like, they'll have one a day and that was the same every year and that's, they're still the same now. One was like, had maybe like three and I was like oh these are a bit more open to it and and you know what and some people will say oh it's just because females aren't as good that's not true some of the people that I hear singing are literally oh my god they are phenomenal they are such good vocalists and you just think like what it's it's not it's not about talent and it's not about it's not about things like that. It's just they're not being given the opportunities. There are so many amazing women in rock, but they're just not getting given their shot because there's there is like a quota. And once you've hit that quota, they they're like, Mm-mm, no one else, thank you. So it's mental. It's absolutely it's mental. It's just become a tick box exercise. Hundred percent. Like uh, we had we had a tour sheet come through so like when when you go to do a tour there'll be like a sheet thing and it will say like our booking agent will get it and it will say this tour's been booked we're open to submissions and there was like this tour that comes through and it was like open to submissions but we don't want any female front end and you're like why what is wrong with you like how can you can you imagine like if i was like a no male front end like oh my god like it's it's sexism because you are saying you're well you're basing something on the fact that somebody is yeah a female yeah i think that's probably what would be most striking to people listening this who maybe aren't so fully invested in the world of the music industry yeah in that we're talking about pushing forward gender equality in so many different Mm. areas yet for some reason it doesn't seem to be happening in this in certain walks yeah of life, exactly yours. yeah and i don't i don't think this is relevant to like pop or country um or r&b or soul because actually i don't know because i'm not in those worlds but i see a lot of female artists being represented um but i obviously can only talk for rock but from what i see it's not as much i'm sure it is still a problem but i don't think it's as much of a problem as it is in rock but i mean the the thing is that all these kind of things that come through they're always on an industry level so your normal person will never ever see this kind of interaction that goes on 
it's always like an email from a booking agent to a manager or like from a label to a band or do you know what I mean so people don't it's get access to doors. 100% so so yeah on International Women's Day I was like do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one out there so just that people can see like the one very small example of the thing that we get and and it was one from from a radio station a massive one like the radio station in the UK and they were like um so they they've already played our stuff like a bunch of times but they were like um oh so we've listened to you against all the other females um in rock and we're just kind of like we don't think you're good enough and it's like okay why the hell are you categorizing all the women so are things actually changing in short in katie's opinion no so if things aren't shifting, what can people do to alter things and make that change? All the guys in music need to just get over the fact that women want to be in rock and they need to see past. They need to see past it because, like, I don't want to sound sexist when I say, like, all the guys, but it's because the the women that I come up against in the industry are more open to it because they're a woman right and in they've they've had to fight really hard to get their job because it's not just it's not just the people the women that perform it's the women that work in rock as well so you know it's predominantly a male-led industry and but there's loads of women that want to work in the rock industry you know as booking agents as you know promoters whatever and they have a really tough time getting their jobs as well so when they are given a female in a band they're like oh I'm gonna push this because I know their struggle too so that's the reason why I say the males in the industry just need to get over it and get on with it yeah exactly and it's something everyone should really be working together yeah and 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 there should be more women working behind the scenes in the industry as well it shouldn't be such a massive you know male dominated industry there should be loads of women now for the positives music is a very powerful thing and it has shaped Katie's life. As well as being the lead singer of Tigress, she also acts as a vocal coach for students here in Chelmsford. This is what music means to her, something I think plenty of people can relate to. Music, well music's always been a big part of my life because I was brought up around musicians, brought up like going to gigs things like that um and then you know obviously just like completely fell in love with the music industry and then ended up studying music and then ended up being able to make music my job and also my career I see them as like two different things like job make money from career love doing (laughs) so yeah it's just literally been like absolutely everything and I completely like 
love everything I do. So I guess it's just the best thing ever. The best thing ever indeed. And it's made even more enjoyable when you get to make music with the people you love spending time with. Tigris will be approaching its fourth birthday in September this year. But they've already gathered traction for their music, playing to large crowds and touring all over the world. There was also a particular standout moment when Green Day, the American rock band that everyone was listening to back in 2004, handpicked them for a show. Well, we've, as like members, we've always like played music together um, just because we're like best friends. I know it sounds like kind of lame but like but we really are like we absolutely love each other's company and we really respect each other as musicians so we just like playing together we're all on the same like wavelength we like the same music and you know all those kind of things and we yeah formed the band um and and whenever like I don't know whenever like I do like a project to do with music I never think that anything amazing is going to come of it or anything you just kind of like I just want to have a really good time because it's just like it's like a it's like an outlet you know like you just you just love doing it so I don't know if if I wasn't performing and writing music I don't know I don't think I would be as sane as I am right (laughs) now so yeah like we we all like share that same thought and then just come together and and start making music and then happen to be all right, I guess. And then, you know, record labels start coming on board and booking agents and management. And then you start releasing stuff and getting some recognition and then tours. And you're like, how, how did we end up here? This is kind of cool. Yeah, it's been quite a wild ride then over the last three and a half years. Yeah, long. yeah it's it's been really good. Like it's taken us to a lot of like places that I never thought I'd go like I never thought I'd go to Russia like we went to Russia we played like St. Petersburg and Moscow and each show was like to 4,000 people and that's like the first time I'd ever been there and I'm like okay I'm in Moscow it's 4,000 people what's up this is so weird and then like you know we I never thought I'd go to like Slovakia and we managed to do like uh, played like Rome like twice I'm like this is mental I mean I, n- I never thought that I would play those kind of places like Prague we've done like I don't know like four times now and um, and every time it's just better than the last and you you think how how can it keep getting better but it just does and it's it's yeah it's totally an amazing thing especially when you're so far from home it's really cool. Yeah, because I suppose it reminds you just how far your music is actually reaching. Yeah. Not exactly. just a local no, thing. No, yeah. And, and you know, like we, there, there was this really cool moment, like, um, when was it? Was it last year or the year before? When um, we we got asked to play at um, Hyde Park for the British summertime, but it was like the Green Day headline one. And I was like, okay, like, how does this come about? And they were like, oh, the band, like Green Day, like handpick people. I was like, I'm sorry, what? They were like, oh, so no, Green Day's like listened to your band and thought like you were cool. So they've put you on the festival. I was like, "Uh, that is like the weirdest thing ever. Like, cause I mean, who didn't grow up listening to Green Day? 
everyone had that American Idiot <laughs> album in 2004, <laughs> oh, didn't they? my days. Of course. If you didn't, like, there was something wrong with you. So, yeah, it's just mental. That must be a huge compliment like to get as well. Like, it, yeah, it a massive compliment. Like, it was, I don't know, it's one of those things that, like, never really sinks in. Exactly. Like, you know it was a thing, but it just doesn't really sink in. It still hasn't sunk no. in. No. And apparently they were like, oh, I really like the band name. I'm like, oh my God, you know what my band name is. So what about the music scene in Chelmsford? To some people in the city, it's something that has dipped of late. Some point to the shortage of live music venues, while Highlands Park won't be playing host to a huge music festival this year after V Festival's successor, the Rise Festival, pulled the plug on a 2019 event. But is it all negative? I'll tell you what I really like. I really like that when I walk around in town on a Saturday that I see like so many young people like busking and stuff like that. I think that's awesome. Um, Yeah, I mean, everywhere can improve, right? Um, But it is represented. I think think that the problem is that people don't go to many local gigs. They don't support like local gigs as much as they could and they should... um, so like, you know, when you see like your school friends are playing somewhere, like you should all go down. Like, um, like when you're seeing like, I don't know, like e- even if it's like not like your school friend, if it's like, I don't know, somebody that you like went to college with that you haven't seen in years and oh, they're playing a show. Like it's just, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't bother to go out. Do you know what I mean? So it's like making the effort to support people because then that makes the industry grow and it, it means that if those venues are doing better if they're you know having more success with their nights then they'll start bringing in bigger artists and then it benefits everyone you know but yeah people just don't want to go out do they yeah (laughs) rather stay in and watch netflix yeah i know right yeah i suppose people maybe point to the fact that for example rise festival which happened last year isn't happening this year yeah and then maybe there's perhaps a lack of actually live music venues yeah. that are regular live music venues rather than just a pub. Yeah, to, to create a scene. Because, you know, like when we had the Army and Navy, like, oh God, how long ago was that? Like forever ago. There was a music scene because that was like a place where everybody went like... I remember like people saying that Oasis played there when they were like, mm. r- like nobodies and like Snow Patrol and all these like massive people. It was like a place where people went to play, like where bands went to play. Um, and yeah, I guess it's like if you, if you don't have them kinds of places, um, then there's not going to be a scene. And then when you want to put on a festival, you're going to struggle because there's not a scene. You're not selling it to anyone. Um, and you know, I, I did, I did find that like growing up in Chelmsford, there wasn't, I, there wasn't like much 
for me to go and experience especially like you know when you're young because if all the shows are in like pubs and stuff and it's all like you've got to be 18 to go in like where are you gonna go right there was like I don't know like the YMCA or whatever but that would be your options are limited and that's it yeah (laughs) that was it and I was like "Mm, okay it was it wasn't like I could see a decent band play when I was underage it was like if you wanted to go and see a band it would have to be like at the YMCA and they were also like really young so not not that they weren't good but when you're young you're learning aren't you so you know you're not gonna you're not like amazing yet you're just finding your feet so it was like you couldn't watch somebody that was like amazing and really inspire you and and stuff like that so like I would go to like shows in London go to big shows you know so if you want to catch Tigerus in action and listen to their music thankfully this podcast episode is rather timely after a tour was announced on Friday so a tour has been announced like two days ago um which is a headline tour um in October and we are heading to I've got the dates in front of me I don't know this off by heart so we're no gonna, one ever remembers this off by heart <laughs> so like from Monday the 7th uh we go on tour and we're going to Glasgow Liverpool Manchester Birmingham and then London um yeah and we're just gonna have a good time love a good tour Hang out with the boys. Yeah, as does <laughs> as do the fans. I imagine. Yeah, as well. and hopefully. <laughs> yeah, likewise. I'm sure everyone can find those details on Twitter. Yeah, Facebook, and everything. On the website. And yeah, hundred percent. As well. Um, yeah. Final advice then for mm-hmm. my final question. Okay. Rather advice for people looking to either get into the music industry. Yeah. Or just use music to express themselves. Yeah. What would you say to them? Um. So I would just say like you need to use every avenue that's available to you because <coughs> excuse me because the industry is so big and so vast and there is a place for everyone in it so if you if you love music and you want to be involved in it and you think I'm not good enough um at whatever instrument you play or if you sing it doesn't mean there's not a place for you there's jobs everywhere um you just need to you know go down to your local venues try and like speak to sound guys get like internships ask people for advice like what did they do you just got to talk to people so you know people are too like cut off and closed they don't want to ask for help ask for advice so just ask people like how did you get where you are and then people will say well I did this and every path is different so just explore every avenue because yeah there's always a place for you and and even if you think that you don't want to be in the music industry. You just, I want to be famous or whatever. (laughs) Like, you know, you can think that at the time. um, But then once you get into the music industry, you realise how, you know, how amazing it is to be a booking agent, how amazing it is to be like a promoter and all the cool things that go with it. So yeah, just explore every avenue and just, you know, you will get loads of knockbacks, but it doesn't mean that you're bad at what you do. It doesn't mean that you won't get there in the end. Because um, if you want it bad enough, you you will get there in the end. 
perfect message to finish off this podcast <laughs> episode um, definitely one again we can all get behind yeah, so cool. thank you so much Katie for coming on and, and chatting about obviously a wide Everything. variety of issues there. yeah but I'm, yeah. I'm sure a lot of thought provoking issues as yeah. well which will get people you know talking about it cool. about that as well so thank you so much you're welcome <laughs> a huge thank you to Katie for sitting down with us and being a guest on the latest episode of Humans of Chelmsford. This is episode two of the second series of the podcast, and don't forget you can still catch last week's episode on Acast, the Essex Live website, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. On that particular episode, we heard from three Chelmsford friends who have experienced the very lows of drug and alcohol addiction. If you enjoyed this episode, please spread the word about the show. And if you can leave us a review on iTunes, that would be hugely appreciated as it helps other listeners to find us. You can also follow us on social media. We are on Facebook and our Twitter handle is at Chelmsford underscore pod. That's it for this week. Join me next Sunday for episode three of series two, where we'll be bringing you another story from this city.